Most every investor understands the intimate relationship between the economy and the stock market, but to understand our economy, our chief equity strategist and economist John Blank says there's only one economic report that matters. He's here with us now. John, what is that report? Gary, simply put, the non-farm monthly payroll report the federal government puts out on the first Friday of every month, uh, that is the key report. Why is that the most important data to gauge our economy? Well, Terry, this gets into economist speak, but I'll use it coincident indicator, meaning it indicates at the current moment it's coincident. It's what the economy is doing. It's not a forward-looking indicator, which some people think it is. But it's also not a backward-looking indicator like the household unemployment rate is, which comes in a few months later in terms of what the actual activity variables of the rest of the economy are doing. So what you can get with a coincident indicator is it's telling you all the other indicators are going to be kind of with it. For example, we just learned this morning the uh, the, the weekly unemployment rate basically didn't hardly move. So that's probably telling you there's still fairly strong level of activity in the U.S. economy right now. So generally, is that weekly jobless claims data a precursor to uh, this other report? Yeah, I, I kind of jumped ahead of myself, but that's it. I mean, a monthly payroll report and a weekly unemployment claiming report, you can just kind of do an abacus situation. Four weeklies will equal the monthly, so we don't need to get to the end of June. We're going to get the non-farm payroll report for June in a couple of weeks, and you know, on Friday, a week from Friday. And we already kind of know it's not going to be that bad that the labor market pretty much held up for June. That's what we can learn from the non the, the unemployment claims that are weekly about what's coming in monthly, which is the non-farm payroll report. So then should we ignore all the other economic reports that are issued each month? No, but Terry, this gets back to, the, you know, analysis by paralysis. You can't overdo it. I, I Again, you just want to keep your minds around the idea that you're vigilant in terms of addressing the economy with one coincident indicator, but changing your view with that variable. I think I point out to people all the time, I'd like to go to the bottom of that actual federal report and look at the revised payrolls going back three months, that's the real information about the real signal of the economy. Now, I'm not telling you you're going to get a forward look, but I am telling you you're not going to be spooked and you're going to find out the economy is fine right now. Okay, is that what this data is telling you about the economy right now? Yes, the economy is fine right now, for sure. All right, what's your GDP outlook currently then? Uh, you know, this gets into the second quarter. People, you know, talk about the GDP now being at zero. Uh, Goldman's at a two. Um, I personally think, yes, you could get to any between a zero and a 2% growth rate out of the second quarter. But got to remember, this is from a very high level activity looking back year on year. And that is what's to be to, to attained on this point of view. And that is actually scary. Are you convinced that Fed tightening is going to bring down inflation or is the only way to do that what a lot of people are saying have a recession? Terry, there's there's basically three camps of Fed of tightening period out that have been studied in the post-war period. Zero to 200 basis points of Fed tightening never causes a recession. 200 to 400 causes it a third of the time and above 400 basis Fed tightening is always a recession. So we're at 175 basis points. So Again, in that scenario, there's no chance of one now, but we're going to enter a period where there's a 30% to 30, 40% chance of one for the next year. And by the way, if at any point in time on a data-dependent Fed schedule, 
they go over 400 basis points in the Fed fund rate because they're starting at zero, that's a guarantee for a recession. All right. Aside from the high gas prices that most of us are seeing, is there any other impact of oil's upward trajectory on the economy or the market? I don't think uh, you can throw away the, the story of the automotive, both new and used vehicles and electric vehicles as not having some relevance to the oil price. It's obviously going to help the EV markets. And it's obviously going to help the better mile per gallon you know, cars that are out there and available. So at the end of the day, um, it's going to help public transportation because people are going to have to pay for the gas. So in some respects, you know, it, it will be a transportation-led rebound. And you would like to see uh, that oil price fall so we get more of, of that transportation going on. All right. Here are a few other stocks that you found interesting in your search. Baidu, Dollar Tree, and Dell Technologies. Yeah, Baidu, ticker BIDU. This is the big Chinese, you know, Google. I've got at at a, a B for value, C for growth, but a number two rated stock. That's really good. And uh, it's not overvalued. It's forward PU 17. You've got to like a stock like that. Now, Dollar Tree is, you know, your typical discount store. This is always a stock that seems to do very well uh, in this environment where you've got high prices and people are looking for deals. So Dollar Tree gets a really strong bid, um, and th there's not a lot of play left in the stock. The target price is 185. I see it at 155, but that's a decent that's a decent stock to own in this type of environment. Dell Technologies, ticker Dell. Of course, this is the Texas-based computer supplier, number one ranked stock with A for value and a B for growth. Cannot do anything but like this story from a fundamental perspective. Stock hasn't gone anywhere in the last couple months. Because it got shorted down to this $50 share level. But from a long-term hold perspective, you got to like a stock like this. It's already been beaten up, forward P7, and, uh, you know, just get in and hold it. Our chief equity strategist and economist, John Blank, on what he thinks is the most important of the economic indicators. With John, I'm Terry Ruffalo. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.